Get the everybody. So I'll tell you, Maisa, you know, everyone knows that the Chayz of Lublin, the great seer of Lublin, of Lublin, had amazing eyes. He was called the seer for a reason. He was able to see through a person, he was able to, uh, un- intense levels of Ruch HaKadosh by the seer of Lublin. So the story goes as follows. There was once uh, a particular day where the Chayz comes into the Medrash and handpicks a few of the Chassidim. And he says, okay, we're going on a trip. We have to make a certain trip to get to a certain town, take care of something. Okay, fine. This, is, this happens sometimes. So they all get in the wagon and they start heading over, heading towards this particular town that uh, is the destination. Now the problem is that they, they're traveling towards this town, but they get into a fork in the road. There's a crossroads to go left, to go right. And so the driver is not familiar with the area of how to get to this town. So, no, it's not a big deal. You don't have uh, Waze or GPS, but you have the Chayza. So they turn to the Chayza and say, Rebbe, which way do we go, left or right? And the Chayza is looking and he's thinking, he's like, I'll tell you the truth, I don't know. And they're, they're surprised, the Chayza doesn't know. Yeah, okay, the Chayza doesn't know. So the Chayza says, you know what, because I'm not sure, none of us know how to go. So he tells the driver, just sort of let go of the reins and let the horses go where they decide to go. Okay. So that's what he does. He, you know, lets go of the reins for a little bit, and the horses just decide to pick a direction, and that's the way they go. Now, meanwhile, as they're traveling on this chosen path of the horses, they're expecting, based on their calculations of when they when they left, that the town that they're heading towards should be coming up pretty soon. It's not coming. It's not coming. And if anything, it's becoming less and less familiar. So it becomes clear that the horses uh, chosen correctly. They went the wrong way. Nope. But it's already getting late. So they have no choice but to pull over from the road. And so they uh, find uh, some sort of sm- even smaller town that they're not familiar with, but they end up having to stay there overnight. Now, this was not just overnight. This was Thursday night. So whatever town that you're, they're staying by Thursday night, odds are that they're going to have to stay there for Shabbos too. And this is a little bit of a mamisha, a tiny, a shtetlach were tiny to begin with. This was a shtetl of a shtetl. It's a tiny little spot. But they have no choice. They go there. So the Chayza and all the Chassidim, you know, pull in and they, you know, uh, pull into a particular hotel to an inn in the shtetl and they rent a few rooms and they sleep there that night. Now, meanwhile, it comes the next day, it's Friday. Again, there's no chance of them making, you know, going all the way back and taking the other direction and making their way to the shtetl that they really have to get to. They're just going to have to spend Shabbos in this little, uh, this little town. <clears throat> so, okay, fine. So the problem is they don't know anyone there. You know, they don't have anywhere to stay or anything like that. And they noticed that the inn that they were staying in, which usually would accommodate guests even for Shabbos as well, they saw by the owners of the inn that they weren't so religious, so the kashras was questionable, so they weren't so comfortable eating there for Shabbos. So what are they going to do? So the chassidim were ready to start telling the people, speak to the rabbi of the town or the gabayim or, or, or someone, that the, the, the famous chayz of Lublin is here, so they'll have the best accommodations that this town can offer. But the Chayza gives instructions to the Chassidim. He says, I want you to pretend that I'm just a regular person. We just happen to be traveling together, but I don't want you to give off any slightest hint that I'm any different than just a Pashat Okay, that's what the Chayza says. That's what the Chayza says. So now as Pashat what do you do if you have uh, nowhere to stay for Shabbos? So they, would, they went to Shul Friday night, and they just stayed in Shul, hoping that people, you know, after Davini would notice these uh, travelers and, and strangers, and hopefully uh, at the descendants of Avram Avinu, take them in for Achnaz 
So that's what they planned on doing. But meanwhile, again, each of the, the, none of them are giving any signs or any indication that the Chayz is the Rebbe. So they're all just uh, Yidin. So meanwhile, as, as Shulans and people begin to, to leave, so Baruch Hashem, you know, uh, kind-hearted Jews go over to this Chassid, to that Chassid, to this Talmud, this Talmud, inviting them for Shabbos. And Bashkach uh, you know, the way Divine Providence has it, is that the Chayz is left by himself. So everyone else is picked to have a place to stay, and no one... You know, no one thought twice of asking the Chayza for to be invited for the meal, and none of the Chassidim wanted to let everyone know that uh, you know that he's the Chayza. So, what what remains is the Chayza, and there's one old Jew left in the shul. Now, this very very elderly Jew that's you know walking uh, bent over with a cane and so on, he was davening longer than anyone else, and he begins after he's finished davening, so he's leaving the shul. And he notices this Yid, who's the Chayz of Lublin, sitting on one of the benches and just saying, tell him, or davening, learning, whatever he was doing. And so the Yid walks over to him, he says, you know, Rabbi Yid, uh, you know, do you have a place for Shabbos? So the Chayz says, no, the truth is I don't. So he says, where are you staying? He said, I'm staying by the hotel. So he said, why don't you eat there? So he said, you know, uh, the kashras was questionable maybe. So he says, so the old man says to the Chayz, he says, uh, listen, Rabbi Yid, I'll, I'll bring you to my house, but I have to, I have to warn you, I mamish don't have much to offer. We have a moitzi, we have kiddush, but uh, so the Chayz says, that's fine, I don't, I don't need much, it's fine, it's something to hate. So fine, so the old man takes the, uh, you know, brings the Chayz to his home. Again, they, he, the old man doesn't know who the Chayz is, the Chayz is not letting on anything, he's just a guest, fine. Now, while they're going through the meal, having the meal, they're having conversation. And the old man, in the middle of the conversation, you know, asked the Chayza, where are you from? So the Chayza said, I'm from Lublin. So now once he hears that, the old man's eyes perk up and he lights up from Lublin. Have you ever met the great seer of Lublin? So the Chayza, that the, he is the Chayza of Lublin. So the Chayza says, I know the Chayza as well as anyone can. That's what he said. I know the Chayza of Lublin as well as anyone can. So the Yid said, you have to tell me something about the Chayza. I, I, I hear so much about him. And so, so, so the Chayza responds with the following question. He says, why, do you, why, do you, why are you so interested about the seer of Lublin? I mean, I can tell you stories, but, like, but why are you so interested? So the old man says like this, I'll tell you why. He says, because the Chayza, this is what he tells the Chayza, he said the Chayza only ended up in Lublin you know, when he became a bit tzaddik, but he wasn't originally from Lublin. Originally, he wasn't from this town, but he was from a different town somewhere, and I was a Malamid, I was a teacher in the school in that town. And it happens to be the Chayza, I didn't know at the time, you know, who he would become, he was in my class. So I was the Malamid, I taught Alf based on the Chayza of Lublin. So, so that's why I'm so interested about the Chayza. So now the Chayza's eyes, you know, opened up and he said, so no, why are you asking me stories about the Chayza? Tell me, so, tell me something about the Chayza when he was a kid. So the old man says, I'll tell you something. And the, and, and the old man said, I'll t- this is the most interesting thing to me, says the, says the old man, that as a child, you really couldn't tell anything different from the Chayzulun from the other kids. This is why he, he was just, uh, you know, one of the kids. He had fun. He was mischievous a little bit. He was a good student. But, uh, you know, there was nothing to really indicate that he was going to be a tzaddik hadar. So the Chayzeh asked him, the Chayzeh said, that's very interesting. So the Chayzeh said to him, but maybe, maybe something. Was there anything that you picked up on? So the old man said, there is one thing that I did notice at the time. And I didn't, I didn't read too much into it at the time. But looking back, maybe, you know, it was a simon or something. 
He said every single morning the kids came to school and we would daven. And everyone daven, you know, so, okay, so you know, the kids daven, sometimes they're mischievous, you know, uh, kids are kids. But even if the chayza certain days was, you know, a little bit making trouble like the other kids, whenever it came to say Shema Yisrael, I always noticed that there was a certain, a certain, what are the seriousness, a certain dehaibinakite, a certain, a certain elevation, a certain presence that would just sort of, that would exude, that would take over the chayz of when as a kid when he said Shema Yisrael. His Shema Yisrael was different than the other kids. At the time, I just attributed, okay, he's a, he's a sweet little kid. But looking back, maybe that was a good simon of where he's going to become. So the meal goes on like this, and Shabbos continues like this, and he's invited back for the day meal. And after, and the Shal Shudas as well, after the end of Shal Shudas, so the whole time, the, the, you know, the, this, this old man keeps on t- asking the Chayza for Maisim about the Chayza. So the Chayza says some stories. You know? So at the end of Shabbos, the old man, the, 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 the Chayza now has news for the old man. He says, listen, you know, this whole time, I got to tell you I'm from Lublin, and I know the Chayza like anyone else does, more, you know, as, as much as anyone else could. So, Ani Yosef, you know, I am the Chayza of Lublin. And the old man was mamish. Like, first he didn't believe it, but eventually the chayza had to prove it. But I am the chayza. This, this mamish, this... And the old man said, you should know that I've been dreaming the past few weeks. Mamish, the past few weeks, I've been dreaming about, for some reason, it got into my head, that I wanted to meet the chayza of Lublin. More than that, the old man said, I've actually been fasting. I'm an old man, so I don't have the chayzas to fast a lot. But I have been fasting a little bit, at least half a day, that I should, before the end of my life, be zaycha to see the chayza of Lublin. That that child that I taught, I should be able to see some of the Paris. You know, I spent my whole life as a as a poor Malamed. And as a Malamed of little kids, you teach them Aleph base, and they move on and they move out of the shtetl, and I don't know what ends up happening to them. So the one Talmud that supposedly became like, you know, the Tzadik Adar that was my student, I was davening and davening, even fasting, that I should have the schus to see some of the 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 the, the you know the, the you know the 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 efforts that I put in to see some of the fruits of my labor. And so you know, thank you so much, Rebbe, for for you know for you know coming into my house and and letting me have the schus of meeting you. It's such a big schus. And the Chayzeh said, "No, Rebbe, you're my Rebbe. You told me the olive paste. It's all you." And they embraced and they left. Now, meanwhile, comes Matzi Shabbos. All the Chassidim, all the Talmidim, the Chayzeh gathered together to leave the town and to eventually make their way to the shtetl that they were supposed to get to. And so the Chayzeh gathers them together. He says, "You know, before we'll go, we're going to stay overnight one more time." And so they gather together in the shul. And they have Malav Malka. And the next morning, all the chassidim come to the Rebbe and they say, okay, now it's time to go. And the Rebbe looks at them with his eyes closed for a moment and he opens his eyes and he says, you know what? What we have to do, we have to do one more mitzvah while we're in this town. Uh, I, have to go, I have to go to the Levaya of my old Rebbe and to give him a hesped the way he deserves. As they looked at him, what are you talking about? And meanwhile, that morning, this old man was Daka Nifter. And that was the last, the last... Uh, you know, the last chus that this, that this Yid was given in his life is the opportunity to taka see the tzaddik that he produced, even by teaching him the olive base, to see the Paris of his, of his labor. And the chus for the chayzeh to come back and to give him a hesped at the very, very end. No, that's sometimes the biggest thing that we could ask for from the Rabbani Shalom is that the Rabbani Shalom should show us a little bit of how much, how, 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 how much value our avayda is and how much, how much, you know, how much accomplishments our mitzvahs, our mitzvahs bring to ourselves, to the whole world. Like Chazal say that one of the brachas that the tzaddikim would give each other by the times of the Gemara is, Aylamcha tira that you should see your world in your time. In other words, you should see a little, a little bit of a glimpse of how much 
accomplishments you've done in your life. And that's what this Yid, as Hashem was to see even a little bit of his accomplishments. We shall be Zaycha to experience that and Levarichas Yom Vashanim by always appreciating and you know and experiencing all the all the accomplishments we have and believing in ourselves and our accomplishments. We should be Zaycha to have a Lichta Gavach, a Simcha Degavach, a Mazel Degavach, the Bias Gold Tzadeg, Mervi Amen.